Welcome to Imagine Action Podcast. In this episode, I am speaking with Charlie Kesson about stories, community, and the social arts facilitator path. Enjoy. Imagination. Creando comunità trasformativa. Social arts across borders. Crediamo che l'immaginazione. Building transformative. Communities for Future. Nosotros creemos que la imaginación es el derecho universal. We believe imagination is our universal right and regeneration is our collective responsibility. Yeah, I'm, I'm connecting with this collective magic moments and how they are, you know, almost addicting and feeling. Yeah, maybe after we can share more about Paris, but like I remember this cabaret night. It was like the craziness um, mm. of this whole thing, you know, that kind of... Explosion of creativity. <laughs> <laughs> and cars that kind of get stopped down. But <laughs> anyway, it really felt like being inside a story, you know, like sometimes you feel like you're inside a weird story. <laughs> um, and also this, this thing about being silent and the difficulty to be silent and that it's a journey somehow to arrive there. I feel there is like an aspect. So I, when I was working in schools in, in some periphery of Rome and <laughs> with like crazy workshops, like they just mass up. I worked like they put the most difficult children they could find in all the school area to do the group with me. And then I proposed this weird situation in which I work with them for two hours and then we perform for, perform for the entire school <laughs> after two yeah. hours. Of work. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> anyway it was very weird so obviously they didn't like prepare a lot so it was really about like what i was trying to reach to is silence i was trying to get a collective moment of silence, and it was really really hard but in that slight moments in which everyone you know the entire school was silent that was you know not in because be silent but because there was a pause like a break you know i was seeking that and i could feel the resistance of it to it at the same time, you know, so, and I feel, you know, you're talking about Israel and I'm, of course, I know pretty well the situation there. And I feel like in many of those places where life is intense and there is a lot of shadows and, and stuff accumulated over years, Rome periphery could be one of those, the people kind of, they kind of feel their energy and life so they wouldn't have to listen to the, to the shadow because there is some like things that are wanting our attention and I'm kind of, but we're we're trying to confuse them, <laughs> so we, they don't have space to come in, and it's it's scary, anyway. But I feel again that once you manage that a little bit, and then you kind of stretch this, you start to see, ah, wow, I can breathe again. You know, we can breathe again, and I really see this collective strange moment we're living in as a, a pretty good nudge, <laughs> interesting nudge to, you know, the earth saying like, stop and take a breath and I, I a little bit diverge from my questioning but I, I'll, I'll bring it back and this is the last question on this part of the journey is you know um, if you would meet someone starting this path right now or even you starting this path right now what would be your advice or wow actually I've noticed with every question that you've asked there have been things that pop out straight away so I'm just going to go with what pops out even if I don't 
even if I'm not sure it's the right answer, <laughs> which is exactly the point, exactly the point actually with this question. Like there's not a right answer. What popped out is find your voice, find your individual voice. Because I feel it's actually been on my mind a lot lately. There's a lot, a lot of suffering in the world. It doesn't mean that the earth won't be okay eventually. But there's in this present moment, there's a lot of suffering in the world. And it's extremely devastating, I find. And I can get into despair. Of, I want to work with a more specific social issue but I don't I'm not sure which one there's a lot there's a lot of problems and where's my part in that and my partner keeps reflecting to me that actually the things that I do are working towards you know social issues social change community connection so I think part of finding my voice is also having compassion for the voices that say, no, you're nothing good enough, you're not making enough difference, um, or who are you? It's, I'm feeling like my, my answer's feeling a bit abstract because I feel like there needs to be time for someone to find their way in this path, in a creative arts path. Yeah, so give it time. I used to get, you know, also in the, in the generation of where everything is on offer, it can be extremely confusing. And I used to get so confused. I mean, I still do sometimes, but my Mika, my teacher a long time ago would say, okay, make a list of all the things that you could do, everything. And then now pick three and now pick one and do that. Start there. It's very practical, simple. Um, and I actually did that when I, the year that I ended up studying storytelling, I, I chose um, doing a drama therapy masters and I applied and I um, didn't end up going down that route I didn't got an interview and then didn't get on in the end found storytelling and just before that was about to start the drama therapy course said do you want to come for a second interview that was months months later but sometimes in the face of where do I start and where do I go and what's my cause um what area do I want to it's a very broad field I feel um and I feel like many of us like you are, are a very eclectic or work, working with multi many disciplines or many facets within a certain discipline like theatre so yeah I think we're so daring to let ourselves be be broad and have do different projects and find our unique voice within that. I, I feel, like I said, I feel like storytelling has given me a real anchor in this work because it's something tangible I can come back to for myself and tell people, oh, that's what they do because people like to put things in boxes. <laughs> but, but it's obviously very broad. Mm. And the other thing that pops out absolutely was to kind of keep grounded. I think I used to be very, um, like, I won't do any job that I that I'm not passionate about, blah, I don't care. And sound like a sport brat, to be honest, but I did a lot of admin jobs. And I, I usually always, um, even now actually, I do want, you know, have my more bread and butter job and then my creative job. Right now I teach English as um, for my bread and butter, but it's, uh, I feel like it's the closest job that I have that's in many ways intertwined with storytelling. I, I work with stories, I work with song, I work with creativity, people of all ages. Yeah, keep, to keep grounded, whether it's 
in the realities of needing money and other work um, or also just in in terms of um, the way um, to like I was very much like a seeker a spiritual seeker for a long time and I and I, I wasn't grounded in my practice um, I, I don't know if it's a much bigger conversation what is what is being grounded but maybe just to kind of close that or summarize it for me I suppose about having a look at the difficult parts of our personality as well the ones that want to avoid things or say um the you know the stubbornness or the I am struggling to find the essence of, of what I'm trying to say but perhaps it's just about about balance and I suppose I feel it's also when depends when someone's starting out in it like I was starting out in my 20s oh you know what I'm gonna kind of shift it a little bit and give a, a piece of advice that my that my partner said told me which I think will be really great advice for someone starting out in this what <laughs> um, he said he said um find the people that are doing similar things in your field and kind of stalk them or copy them or invite them for a coffee like um who do you respect and admire and why what do you admire what do I admire about them and and how can I be more like them but in my own unique way um that I think that's great advice and also in terms of creating partnerships who do I feel I just have a kind of a burning to create a partnership with them um even though I don't know what projects I want us to do I just I feel like that something resonates with me there yeah and so reach out to those people and don't be afraid to hear no but um I think kind of keep going keep trying keep experimenting keep creating collaborating doing solo work as well solo creativity and if all that fails just you know kick back in nature <laughs> <laughs> that's great yeah it actually it echoes something from my last interview which Yuan said about also part of his advice maybe he's similar to your partner <laughs> but in the sense of find someone that you like and you know start by copying and then finding your own way you know and um, and it's, it's a very human thing and it's also kind of Anyway, he's from Wales and is doing really interesting, incredible work during the years and labyrinth and sensory labyrinths. And, and yeah, you, you also brought this back, this uh, being grounded, which I like, like about kind of not also detached from everyday work and everyday life and, you know, allowing, you know, yourself and, and doing other work and finding your work inside the other work. I love that as well. And I have like soon <laughs> at 10.30, I have a group, which is in a project that I'm working on currently here with the immigration system. It's like, and I'm, I'm not, you know, it's an entrepreneurship laboratory. And I don't know anything about entrepreneurship, but I'm, and I don't know how I maneuvered myself, but I think I, you know, intentionally maneuvered myself to that space. What I realized is that I'm, it's about the story and bringing those tools uh, in a different angle. As I'm doing it, I'm learning something deeper about my other art. So, so it's not as easy for me to bring maybe to that situation because some of the full depth of my work right now, but I can bring my work in another way and through that learn something deeper about my work. I don't know if it makes sense, but 
like um and i believe that you know it's okay that's applied drama <laughs> right <laughs> we're applying it to something like a specific problem or a need you know like a, this wonderful group of people that you know might want to start their own business and how to support the process with the tools that i have that are appropriate for the situation so the next question is about and i guess you said a little bit about it but maybe we can expand about like what are you busy with right now what are you what keeps you busy right now um it's a nice question i'm a fan of the questions so far <laughs> <laughs> yeah what am i busy with so my main project for this year is called shminia and it means octet in hebrew i believe right um i don't know what octet mean like <laughs> but i, I yeah it, like it comes a, from the it comes yeah from... would be a threesome and a revia for yes yes like eight, eight. In a group of eight a group of eight yes yeah a group of eight so in a pagan or ancient celtic or even jewish tradition to to an extent Jewish tradition we find eight holidays or i like to call them transitions in the year so we've got the winter winter solstice summer solstice the two equinoxes and um which are called the sun festivals and the the other four the fire festivals uh the day of the dead or sawain sawain i always get confused with the pronunciation there's eight that are roughly about six ish weeks apart and also the reason for a little bit fear coming across as um they know what I'm talking about like I'll say I don't but what I do know is that these are kind of windows or doorways or transitions that in in essence are universal changes of season gateways of time marking the turn of the year during your out in many traditions there are times to come together in community share stories share food songs whatever um so i've been gathering i've been busying myself researching each one and um having very small gatherings as as is allowed and i'm actually just looking at trying to show you um you know the mexican style day of the dead uh, kind of banners enjoying the crafting element of it um embroidery was another of my lockdown projects something that i wanted to learn for a long time so So I feel very much busy myself with that especially as it's the first year I'm going deep into it so the research is taking a long time I'm making a little geeky booklet um takes time working on the garden I teach English privately and I'm really enjoying that because what I enjoy about that most actually is I work with a 4-year-old and then a 23-year-old and then a 7-year-old and like a, a mixture of ages and of that And aside from that, you know, dealing with the tr- working through a long-term relationship and dealing with driving each other crazy by being in lockdown together <laughs> and uh kind of being faced with this potential gateway of saying goodbye to my youth and going to the next phase at a tender age of almost 34. And yeah, wondering um when I'll be able to see my family in England next waiting for the results of the US election 
add one other thing. That's yes. right. I think it's, yeah, it's been born out of this pandemic um, for me, feeling like, okay, we can't gather in large groups. We can gather in small groups. And this feeling of a call, a call for intimacy and, and depth and, and connection and me asking myself, um, who am I, who are my life partners? Um, not just my, you know, partner that I live with and may make family with, but who are my life partners for the long term? I feel like, especially it was one of the things I was always drawn to in Israel, the kind of warmth and open heartedness of people, of the people. But for me, yeah, there's a great difference between having a beautiful smile or conversation with someone that I met at a festival. Many great heart connections. But for me, I'm like, the difference between a heart connection, soul connection that's beyond words and someone that's a life partner is each, for me, it's each of us investing in each other, time, energy, support, like keeping it grounded also. And it's not always about the frequency of uh, meeting or being in touch, but that that continual that continual watering of friendship. And it's emerged in these times for me is very important. I want to give most of my time and energy for people that I feel a mutual investment in, like for for the long term. And you know, everything changes and can't control it. <laughs> yeah. That sounds very grounded and, and wise way to look at what is happening. I guess and this is the question about how do you think social arts can support the world in this moment of transition? Like, how can we support what's happening? Mm, I feel myself kind of challenged about my own answers or the answer, because obviously once this corona went worldwide pandemic and a lot of things started being on zoom here we are <laughs> many many zoom events and this and that and the other and at first i don't know at first i was quite into it and as you know participated in a storytelling for the soul zoom event which was really lovely i, I very much enjoyed it i participated in several other things and at the same time a big part of me saying no no, I, I, I don't want to just go online. I want to kind of, if anything, disconnect a bit and connect more with myself and my own creativity. And like I said, local people around me. I feel like that's, you know, to get together when possible with just a few people and like do some crafts or um, like on the very personal individual level, I feel like connecting with local um, people. And, you know, to those of us that can, that have time, energy, resources, um, checking in with other people that may need extra support. Like, it's not exactly arts, but in a way it is. It's like the social arts of community, like stewarding each other. Yeah, I feel like for me, at times donating money, at times donating time and energy, maybe not as much as I would like to. I think I really applaud people who are doing a lot of online work and I feel like a lot of people have really flourished in this period in that sense. I, I like some people fill on into that, finding their niche and their their audience and their energy. And I really am like, wow, <laughs> because I just feel like, no, it's, it's not for me <laughs> right now. It's also maybe the winter is uh, a different time. 
And again, I think it comes back to finding your voice in that. So if it's if it means a bit of a retreat to um, personal research and creativity and developing personal relationships or community, small communal communal event ventures or global Zoom creative projects. Um, and also it can be, you know, dipping into each of those things in, in small ways. I think one thing that's been quite interesting here actually is that, you know, there's been a lot of protests. So I think for many people that's been a, a big social arts outlet. Actually in the summer, there's a lot of protests in front of the Prime Minister's residence in Jerusalem still. Um, and over the summer, there was an enormous women's march, which I kind of missed out on because I took a five-week break from Facebook, which was amazing, but I kind of missed out on, oh, this event's quite a big deal and I would have wanted to be there. And I was like, oh, I kind of didn't realize. So interesting. Yeah. So I really I really feel like there's the possibilities on, on the micro level of taking care of ourselves. I do definitely see that as social arts. And kind of the okay taking care of my family and my wider circle and sort of inner community and then the wider circle and and then does anyone else need help or all within what we feel able to give and break mm. i like it this kind of bringing social arts as something much more simpler and human sort of and it can happen anywhere also this thing about Actually, the fact that it's online doesn't mean that has to be the choice we all make. And what is it actually for, I guess? So there is like two more questions, I guess. But one is, you know, looking to the future. What is your wildest dream? Mm-hmm. The one and then two. You hold me in suspense. <laughs> well, the other one is more, it's also about the future and about building a network of, of social arts facilitators and what would you like to give and receive in such a network? I never packaged them together, but I think it's also interesting. Yeah, one thing is kind of, and, and you can you know speak about your dream for the world or for yourself or for social arts. And then the other thing is, how do you see yourself in that, I guess? Cool. So um, yeah, my wildest dream, I think for many years right now, it's not totally clear exactly what it is, my wildest, wildest dream is a great piece of land with a few families living on it, a central center of social arts, creativity, a shared garden, you know, an outdoor place for a fire and gathering. Yeah, I suppose it's land and the right collaborators for, for that vision. But I suppose really at the core of it is about I don't know if these are the right words for me yet, because like a center for creativity. I like actually you say social arts. Um, I feel like I don't use that term much, but it definitely resonates. That's definitely my wildest dream. And and if I make it a bit wilder, you know, it has like a big, big pool. (laughs) (laughs) But ideally ecological, but swimming is my therapy, so... um... It's so hot here in the summer. <laughs> um, not 100% sure that it's here or somewhere else in the world. And I suppose actually I, I do see your two questions interwoven because I feel like the fabric of that kind of dream is with other people that have that passion for, for social arts and 
community and creativity and I think I used to want to be a lot more communal and these days I'm more like I need my privacy and I think people need privacy um so an element of privacy and interwoven shared uh creation and um so the question was about if there's this network of social artists how do i see how do i see myself yeah like let's let's imagine we have this social arts across borders network and facilitators connecting maybe centers organizations projects what would you see yourself as something that you would like to give or receive in such a network yeah actually even though i just went on about how i'm not really into zoom like it depends on the project to be honest because i this kind of thing does uh, spark my uh, joy and uh, I think this kind of vision uh, that drew me to Paris and, and the Aronis project who were, um, who were focalizing this, this group in, in Paris and coming from London I was always fascinated by um, everyone is from everywhere in London that that diversity and I feel like it's, a, it's a, such a great way to recognize our humanness so yeah I feel like I definitely would want to I feel like what immediately comes up is that being a platform to give each other tools so yeah maybe I would offer a short storytelling workshop um, for example or tell some stories love to hear some stories from all over the world Um, I think it yeah it could be interesting to just hear people's practices and and learn from each other I think I would, I would drag myself to Zoom for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean here we are. Also, like, uh, feel like um, sounds exciting. Um, chance to like the question about the role of social arts in this time. A chance to strengthen this web, where many of us might be feeling a bit like, wait, what's what's happening at the moment? Like, where is our place right now in the world? At least, yeah, strength, strengthening that network and, and web and support and sharing and exchange, I think, uh, would be a great, a great thing for, for us as individuals and maybe just evolve to offer to the wider, the wider people. And, yeah. <laughs> that sounds great. Actually, you know, what has been coming up from my conversations is... Maybe I do a round table with all the people that I interviewed in the end and continue this conversation about the network and about the dreams of this network, which, I, you know, I believe, you know, it can be online and it could be on land. So now with my friend Ron, we're creating a new program starting soon, Labyrinth of Community, and it's probably going to start online and then it ends on land <laughs> in a place in Italy. And what I feel also doing a lot of Zoom, and I've been doing a lot of Zooms, is that the most powerful Zooms is was when I was using the Zoom as an excuse to connect deeper to where I was, in a way. It kind of is a weird thing, but I was doing some movement practices and then I just look out the window and I'm connecting with that tree. And we did a lot of this kind of practice in nature as well. And sometimes it's not really with, with that kind of nature, but some kind of other aspect of nature of our interconnectedness that I feel that at some weird level we're discovering rediscovering something that we already have that we can where that our awareness can travel millions of miles and in every direction and is as huge as the universe and so i'm i'm thinking and let's see if we can set it up 
this table and I think that, oh, we should, we should have Kesem start us off with a story. <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, I think actually, I was just going to say, I think what would definitely attract me more to this kind of project is, yes, discussion, but I prefer more, more experiential over discussion and ideas because I think it's something that you know us creatives can get a lot into ideas and visions and I'm into like let's do whether that's you know telling a story or doing something with movement or and that can that doing can be listening to someone's creative offering for sure but um yeah Mm -hmm. I think that feels uh or at least you know after an initial meeting okay then how can we embody kind of more I, my partner uh, has been doing uh, on Zoom circle story, like create story in a circle narrative. And it's been going pretty well, you know, small groups starting in the beginning of the lockdown here in Italy and then other groups wanting it more and more. And I think at some level, storytelling works pretty well because it, but yeah, I'm, 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 I'm also questioning, you know, and, and I, I like what you're, you're saying is like, are we missing something at the same time? If we're going to bring all our work online, are we missing something out? And how to bring balance that I'm also taking from this conversation. And, you know, as I'm going forward with this, all this online stuff is how can I make it not stay there in this virtual space, but make it like be grounded? Yeah, I mean, it could be that we connect as a network and then each of us find a couple of local collaborators to create with and then you know bring something back to the network and I think yeah just my I know, I know I know a lot of storytellers have been doing online work as well and again like I said I like I applaud I applaud people's ability and patience um that I just think for me storytelling it benefits from being a full-bodied experience rather than kind of here up Mm. Um, the very nature of what we're doing right now having this conversation of zoom we're, we're looking at the screen when we finish like i'll see your face in my vision for a while and our faces because we're staring at the screen it stays for a while like we're meeting kind of in you could say maybe it's too lofty but in this like spiritual well realm through wires and waves and like we're not you're not sitting right here and, and we're responding to each other's presence we're kind of going into like an astral realm kind of Mm. so by in essence it's kind of out of body but then you know like I was very touched by the by the you know where I uh, contributed some poetry and and we had lots of movers as that's I feel like that's a great example of transcending this challenge of zoom going to the astral and bring it back to the body and bring it back to the creativity Um, it's like yes the camera's on but so is the music, and here I am. And whilst whilst I'm dancing, I, I wasn't. Is it whilst I'm dancing? There are other people moving, and we're in. We are here in in the body as well. So yeah, I think it's a personal challenge for me, but uh, to be worked with, and this is the reality we're in right now. Yeah, thank you so much, Kesem, for for this conversation, and. Um... Looking forward to see the, the next chapter, <laughs> yeah. next story. And um, um, it's just maybe I haven't, like, where do can people find you uh, and your work? So I've got a website, which I feel is a little bit like my portfolio, which is kesemcollective.com, K-E-S-E-M, 
www.thecollective.com. And you can also find on my Facebook page, which is not hugely active, but usually has the key things like events and occasional posts, um, Kesem Storytelling Collective. And occasional mailing list, like uh, as you probably gathered from before, I'm not too hot on the, the digital stuff, but I feel like I, I, it's, it's up to date. I keep it up to date nonetheless. Thank you so much. It's been really uh, kind of imagine, uh, igniting a lot of curiosity. I'm very curious about the other people you've been interviewing and curious to see how this unfolds. And I feel like really appreciating also our, our continual thread of connection. Like I said before, it's not necessarily about how often we speak or meet, but mm. it feels continuous. So it's great. Yes. Yeah. Keep me posted. <laughs> I will. And um good wishes for the garden i'm also kind of doing that and i hear the, the frustrations and at the same time the kind of magic of that <laughs> thanks like it's starting to rain happily again i'm like oh i'm gonna have to dig out the seedlings again <laughs> if you like the podcast like share and subscribe to the youtube channel support me in making the podcast on coffee slash imagine action subscribe to the podcast on spotify google podcast and apple podcast and stay tuned for the next episode nosotros creemos que la imaginación es el derecho universal we believe imagination is our universal right and regeneration is our collective responsibility Thank you.